Hey, .NET developers, did you know you can use your developer skills to build microcontroller devices? The .NET Nano framework is here to help you do that. And Laurent is joining us on the IoT show today to show us how that works today on the IoT show. Hi everyone, this is the IoT Show. I'm Olivier and today I have Laurent to discuss .NET Nano Framework. Hey Laurent, how are you? Hey Olivier, all good and you? I'm fantastic. So I'm in, I'm a French guy in Seattle uh, or actually uh, in the east side of Seattle. You're a French guy, but where are you calling us from? Well, I'm currently in Moscow, but I'm technically based out of Paris. So just like, I like to be, you know, somewhere on the planet. It doesn't matter yeah, exactly. really the size, right? I like that. Um, and what are you doing at Microsoft? What is your role? Well, I'm a principal software engineering manager and I'm working with customers to really help them uh, move into uh, Azure mainly um, and around all IoT um, things. So yeah, I like those kind of things. Nice. And I hear, because that's what you're going to demo today, that you also like IoT for yourself, like kind of a home project yeah. for for, uh, you know, enhancing your experience at home, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a big fan of IoT for years, even before it was called IoT. Um, and I'm uh, one of the main contributors for .NET IoT and as well uh, .NET Nano Framework. And you may ask me what's .NET Nano Framework, right? That's the, that's the question was in the title. So we definitely want to tell people what that .NET Nano Framework is about. Yeah, well, .NET Nano Framework, it's a, a community-led .NET implementation that works on MCUs. MCUs are so small processors, like very small, like the SP32, for example, or STM32. And it's fully open source. It's coming from um, .NET Micro Framework. It's a fork of okay. .NET Micro Framework. Yeah, and it's evolution. It, it has like kept like all what was great and really enhanced it. And you can find it, you know, online on, 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 on GitHub. Um, it has a lot of repositories. Uh, things are split in, into um, a small part. It's part of the .NET Foundation. So it's really part of the .NET family recognized um, like that. Um, it's As it's a fully open source project, well, we are looking for sponsors. So if anyone is interesting, like please uh, don't hesitate to um, uh, sponsor us. And uh, you can see here a couple of boards that are supported uh, fully by uh, Nano Framework. So all the ESP32 ones, you have some XT Microelectronics ones, ones, Texas Instrument, NXP, and those are the official ones. There is as well like a um, community uh, target repository where you have much more um, okay. uh, supported uh, boards. Um, what's nice. supported is mainly GPIO, SPI, I2C, PWM, like, you know, all what you can find on those uh, uh, processors. And of course, uh, um, the uh, networking stack, which will interest us today. Of course. So tell me, Laurent, I'm curious yeah. about uh, a couple of things. We're talking about microcontrollers, so limited resources. Yeah. Uh, and usually .NET is, is kind of a big framework. It is yeah. designed more for servers and PCs and, and this kind of machine, sometimes mobile devices, but mobile devices now are PCs or are, you know, pretty powerful. So 
how does it work in terms of compiling, interpreting like CLR? Like, can you give me the gist of it? Not the details, but at least the gist of it so that embedded developers realize what that means. And also that .NET developers realize that they're going to build things in a language they are familiar with, but it's going to be running on microcontrollers in an optimized way. Exactly. Yes, correct. So, of course, it's not a full framework. It's called nano framework because you take just the very core part of the framework, you just get rid of all the rest, and then you have mm -hmm. nano framework. Okay. So right. if you're trying to look for um, generic async, uh, it's not there in the framework. Um, generics are coming, but not async. If you are looking for um, things which are very complicated, um, um, it's not there. It's really like, imagine like the very simple part of .NET, what is very powerful, still very advanced. I mean, all the compiling tools that we are using is the same chain. Then after, mm -hmm. there is a big wipe happening so that you can get like the very small code. Technically nice. speaking, on the MCU, what you have is that you have a native C code that you really don't see when you are a developer. You just flash your device and then you have, you know, um, the ability to deploy .NET. What I can do maybe is I can do a demo for you. Like I will I show you, yeah, yeah, I will show you how to, to do like an Hello Nano world and, and something like that. So okay. if I switch to my uh, 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 Visual Studio, what you'll see here is a normal Visual Studio, normal .NET code. Like, I mean, you're using your, your system, um, uh, you have uh, um, you have debug clients, you have functions, um, you even can use like the C-sharp 9 style. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's really like, yeah, .NET, you're at home, right? What you can see here is like, I have a device connected, it's on ESP32, okay? Wow. The project solution is just like a normal project solution. You have reference properties, you have packets, you have configs, you have all what you need. And now what I will do? The, let me ask you, the device is connected uh, over serial, over USB, right? Like yeah, you on usual development, yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, absolutely. What it's usual development, so you connect the device, like I have, it's there connected, it's a small cable, so I won't be able to show you, but it's, it's there. And what I will do is that just press F5, right? Like I do in a, in a normal development. I press F5, you see I've put a breakpoint here. So what it's going to do now is that it's going to find the device. Uh, you'll see that on the window. Uh, um, uh, uh, below, so it's compiling. It will find the device if it goes right. Yep. And then it, it starts to erase the device, deploy on the device. Uh, so it's so deploying. Now, while it's yeah. doing that, all, all the support for uh, each of these boards uh, is, is part of the package, right? So the fact absolutely. that it's able to flash and so on is something that absolutely. is part of the force or part of the open source framework. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. So you have an extension to install in Visual Studio. That's the nano framework extension. Very easy to find. Uh, once you have that, uh, you just have to flash your device. It's one command line. And nice. then you are good to go. See, I put my breakpoint. It stopped. Nice. It's trying to do the same 30 plus 12. Uh, my sum here, I've put it in a watch. It's zero so far. I can do step by step. I can do um, um, oh. dive inside, and here I can see the value. So I can even change it. Like, I mean, like I, I can do in a real framework. So we all know that's not going to be the right answer, right? But mm -hmm. if, I, if I want to change it, uh, I can do it like, for example, like 43. It will change. So you see the, the value has changed here. And in as a result, I should see in my debug here window, uh, something like uh, 43. Okay. 
so 43. So I can see my my 43 uh, coming uh, uh, coming here. Okay. Nice. Which obviously is not the right answer, but I've changed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So nice. Uh, okay. I can I can really go uh, like that for any uh, .NET code, and all what you write is uh, is working like that. Okay, so familiar for people who are developing with C Sharp and .NET, uh, yet it's on devices. And you have a, pro a project that you were telling me about that you apply Nano Framework onto. Uh, so tell yeah. me a bit more about that so that we can talk about the device access, uh, connectivity to the cloud and things like that. Yeah, sure. So my, my project is, um, it's, you know, the usual one. It's about connecting a few sensors in my garden on a solar panel with battery. And this is the prototype that I have uh, in, in, in this room on, on my back. So you have a solar panel, a battery, you have the, the charger, you have here an ESP32 uh, and a sensor. Uh, it's a BMP280. Uh, I'll go uh, explain you in, in a few seconds. In terms of electronics, that, that that's very simple. I mean, it's just connecting cables here, just like a condensator because uh, the battery is not that powerful. It's an old one from, from an old phone. I just need to buy a new one. And that's basically it. So in terms of connection, it's very straightforward. You just read the manual, you connect, uh, you know, the, the, all the cables in the proper uh, place, and that's it. Uh, in terms of code, uh, that's part of the sample um, we have in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in Nano Framework. And I will show you a few things here. The first one is that um, we have Nugget packages. Okay. And some of those Nugget packages are called like Azure devices, etc. Sounds very familiar, right? It's like uh, for the uh, uh, Azure SDK. And that's normal because we have an Azure SDK for Nano Framework. It's not the full one. It's a small one, very close to the, uh, to the full SDK, well-documented. Um, and that's will allow me to, uh, to connect. The second thing is that I say I, I have a BMP280, that's, that's a sensor, and we have as well a, a wide collection of, of sensors available uh, through Nuggets, and one of them is the BMP uh, uh, family, the BMXXX uh, uh, family, uh, which I can add in my project. So when I, I have that... So as, as we were saying yeah. earlier on, so once again, the same way the boards, uh, or BSPs or, or support packages are part of the .NET Nano framework, GitHub repo, Absolutely. same thing for the, the devices here, right? So the way Absolutely. you access devices is, is provided by the framework. Yeah, absolutely. And as you can see, like it's like really like Nugget packages. They are all starting with Nano Framework. So it's just Nano Framework. You, you, you just had what you have. Uh, you see, we have JSON. Um, uh, we have things which are, can be specific to a specific hardware. Uh, and that's about it. And you just had them. Yeah. And then you have you have all the magic of .NET here. So like nice. those five nice. lines here, that's just to uh, connect to the, uh, uh, um, to, to the sensor, measure the sensor. Um, uh, here for the, uh, we have help us to connect, uh, for example, to, uh, to Wi-Fi. Uh, we have, um, uh, of course, in the uh, SDK, uh, the capacity to connect to Azure IoT. You can upload your certificate on the device, so you don't have it to have it in your code. Um, and um, that's a possibility, or you can have it in your code. Um, you can get your twins, like, very easily, and the Azure IoT twins, like, hey, get my twins. You can check if you have a property. Uh, you can uh, get your property if it does exist. You can report mm -hmm. your properties. And you see, it's like it's like one or two lines every time. And it's just yeah. like traditional .NET code. And if you are familiar with the normal Azure SDK, 
it's very very close you can almost nice. reuse what you've been doing okay and of course uh, but, but reusing actually wrong i had a question when we were seeing yeah. you navigating through nugget packages yeah. because it's .NET. Um, are there limitations in terms of which libraries you can use? Your common libraries as a, as a .NET developer, I want to parse JSON, for example, I want to do these yeah. kind of things. What do I need to pay attention to as a .NET developer when developing for Nano Framework? Yeah, well, the, it's a small MS Corlib, so it's not a full one. It, it's a specific MS Corlib. And you find it as well as a package on Nuggets, okay? okay. And once um, uh, you have it installed, then you have to use the feature from MS Corlib. Okay. Uh, so if you're writing some some code that you want uh, to reuse, you have to take care of a few things. Like now, generics are not supported yet on on Nano framework. Okay. It's coming, uh, but clearly no async, uh, for example. So if you want to reuse code, then better have like um, simple code uh, with no um, no async. Uh, limit the um, the number of 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 thread. There is multi thread on Nano, but uh, it it won't work. We know with with thousands of threads. Um, things like that, but all up, all the, the devices we have from um, um, the, the one I've shown you from .NET uh, uh, IoT, uh, we've migrated them for Nano Framework. Not all of them, but a large part, uh, and it was quite straightforward with a couple of changes and and, and, and things like that. So nice. nice. Um, Talking about the, the... nice. Talking about the devices uh, libraries. Um... So for .NET developers, people who are not familiar with embedded development, there are concepts or, or field buses like I2C and others that, or not field buses, but uh, local buses that uh, might not be super easy to understand. And, and very often when you're doing C development, you have, to, you have to know, hey, that specific device is sending me that piece of information on that bit and that bit, and I need to do that and blah, blah, blah. How do you present that? Can you show us a little bit of piece of code that accesses some, some of the hardware resources here? Oh, yes. So, for example, if I go back to this uh, repository and if I go back to the BM uh, uh, family, uh, I will, I can show you, I mean, really uh, what's been implemented. So, you have like all that implemented. So, if I take the BMP uh, uh, 280 here, uh, then you have like low level code here. Uh, of course, like um, we are iterating for the uh, 280 base. So, I have to go to the 280 base, which is in front of me here. And here you should have like a lot of uh, low-level elements there. Um, so you have like all those bit stuff, you read register, uh, you uh, cast a couple of bytes, you make all this magic. And um, that's totally hidden for you. Uh, you you've seen like, I, I just did like few lines of code. I just do high-level coding and I don't need to care about all of that. So if I go, uh, um, you know, deeper, there is like quite some code which is already there to really help you and you don't really have to, to, to care about that. And, and if you want to, come to calculate the compensate pressure, those are complicated stuff and it's done fully transparently uh, for you. What we are using as well, we are using something which is very convenient uh, when you're working internationally is that we are using a Unitsnet. Um, so we have nano framework Unitsnet support. And the idea is that you don't really have to care about the units, right? Because in the US, they're counting with this strange stuff called finite. Uh, the rest of the world is counting with Celsius, for example, in temperature. And uh, yeah, and I never managed you know, to convert. And all our bindings are using this concept of having a pressure, of having a temperature, and you don't have to care about uh, how to measure that. That's done for you. So that's the magic as well that we are bringing uh, with .NET, uh, with .NET IoT and on .NET on the framework uh, 
Okay, Laurent. So I want to see it in action. You were talking about the uh, Azure IoT SDK, so you can connect that to the cloud. So not yeah. only can you interact with the hardware, gather the data uh, from the sensors on that little device, uh, and then send yeah. it to the cloud. There's a very interesting thing you talked about solar panel, and we'll talk we'll talk in your in your graphs about the use that you have for Nano Framework in a very specific use case, which is low battery usage. So tell me more yeah. about your actual project, and and let's see it. Well, it's, if we go back to the code, I mean, there is this function go to sleep, right? And here, what you will set, to, what you will tell to your MCU is basically to go to sleep. And here, I just like set up the sleep timer and say sleep, and it will just go deep sleep. So what you will consume in terms of energy, it's really a few micro uh, amperes. So very, very, very limited. So even overnight, you know, it consume almost nothing. And then when it will wake up, it will do all the full process. It takes about like less than 10 seconds to do uh, all of that, connecting, measuring, uh, sending, uh, sending the telemetry. And um, that's, uh, that's about it. And in terms of results, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not a front-end developer. I'm, I'm really, I like embedded stuff because there is no screen. Um, so I just created a, a Power, um, Power BI. It's very straightforward, very easy um, uh, to do once uh, you have that connected uh, uh, to Azure IoT. And this is, for example, a device for today um, that is measuring the uh, temperature and humidity every 30 minutes and, and posting that uh, uh, live. If I refresh, I'm not sure I'll get the data. Uh, point. Uh, it, it really depends when was the um, uh, the last one, but I, I get the, the data. I have another one which I, I'm, I'm using uh, to have a more precise uh, measure, measurements. It's it's just located uh, close to the desk, and and this one uh, is uh, connected uh, uh, all the time. Um, and uh, it should, yeah, so that one you can tune it to uh, send send data more often. But I like, and um, just a little question before I let you go about the sleep function. This is a functionality of the Nano Framework itself that uses whatever the hardware provides to do the kind of deep sleep, right? Yes, absolutely. So uh, all hardware, all MCUs offers the ability to um, uh, to connect uh, to um, to go uh, to sleep, uh, and Nano Framework really abstract that from your hardware. You just have nice. to add a package uh, regarding your hardware. So it's in the ESP32, I add this package, and then up, I have all the support, all magic, all transparent. So nice. if it's an STM32, same stuff, NXP, same stuff, Texas yeah. Instruments. And, and actually, that means that you take the exact same code, and then yep. you run it on a different device if you have the yep. same sensor, right? Obviously, because you use a specific exactly. library for that sensor. But yep. you should be able to transpose your code from one board to another one seamlessly because it's abstracted uh, or the implementations are abstracted exactly. by the Nano Framework, right? Exactly. And that's that's the beauty. So here, there is nothing that telling you how oh, you have to go, you know, and... and uh, and connect to this specific pin. It's using I2C, you just understand where the I2C pins are on the other board, you connect and you are good to go. I've put it in the comments uh, for convenience, which are the pins used so mm -hmm. that if you have an SP32, you can do it. Uh, but here you will have to change the package, uh, the hardware package, rebuild for the other device, deploy, good to go. No, not a single line of, of code to change. Beautiful, beautiful Laurent. So this is an open source project. It's on GitHub, github.com slash nano framework. As you were saying, you're looking for sponsors, but you're looking for contributors as well. If you want to add Absolutely. your own board in there, uh, new sensors, uh, it's, it's open for contributions, right? Absolutely.
Fantastic. Laurent, thanks a lot uh, and have a great day, night, whatever it is. We don't know anymore. And I uh, hope to see you soon for more about the Nano Framework on the IoT show. Have a great Absolutely. day. See you soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Goodbye. Okay,